Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Talking Shade with Franny. I get questions all the time about what I do at work. For those of you who don't know, I'm a cosmetic chemist at a well-known makeup brand and I specialize in lipsticks and lip products. I love what I do, I have a passion for it, and thank God for that, right? Like, There's a lot that goes into making lipstick, really. More than you probably know. More than I knew as a female who wore lipstick all the time before having this job. So, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about what I do on a daily basis and how a lipstick is made and all the behind the scenes facts on lipstick making. I want to give a shout out to my friend Victoria for telling me the other day, hey Franny, your podcast is great, but I'd love to hear you talk more about the shades portion of Talking Shade with Franny. So, not in so many words, but she made me realize this topic was way too good to hold on to for another week, and I should just go for it, give you guys the 411. So, shout out Victoria. Now, I always need to include this before I say anything. I've been at my company for about two years now, and there's a lot I still don't know. I'm not, you know, this professional lipstick chemist, but there's a lot I actually do know and a lot that I've learned in the last two years, so I figured I'd share everything, and I hope you enjoy. So first, people ask me, well, what is it you actually do? Well, I'm a chemist, and I work in the lipstick lab of a company, company name Redacted, and we make lipsticks, lip glosses, lip balms, lip liners, longwear lip products, matte liquid lips, lip tints, you name it. A lot of my job consists of shade matching. I'll go into more about that in a minute, but there's a lot of paperwork and testing that goes into making a lip product. A lot of people ask me how I work from home being a chemist during a time like this, and honestly, I can't a lot of the time. I have to go into the lab a lot, and I try to only go into the lab when I absolutely need to because of all this coronavirus shit, but honestly, sometimes it's really hard. The lab has all my equipment, my whole setup, all my supplies, so yeah, it's hard to work from home, but I can actually work from home from time to time. When you have a formula, you have to submit it for a lot of testing, and you have to prove that your formula is, you know, basically the shit. So long story short, without giving away too many details, we need to send our formula to people to check costing, safety, claims. It doesn't sound like too much, but... I'm at my basement, and the roof is, like, paper thin, so anytime anybody walks across the floor upstairs, you hear it. Also, my dad is mowing the grass right now, so I'm <laughs> I'm in a perfectly terrible spot. My brother keeps walking back and forth upstairs, so you probably hear him creaking up there, and my dad's about to come by with the mower, so I apologize, but hey, this is show business, right? It's not perfect. Um, where was I? Um, so... It has the lab has all my setup when you have a formula you have to submit it for a lot of stuff and um, without going into too many details we need to send our formulas to people who check costing safety claims it doesn't sound like too much but when you have a project with 40 shades which I do at the moment the paperwork builds up and you find it perfectly fine to work from home I have a shit ton of work a lot of computer work that I can do from home so that's when I work from home so the normal process of making a lipstick, not during COVID times, the normal cycle of a project goes through, the normal cycle of a project, the normal cycle, wait, am I saying that? Normal cycle a project goes through is basically this. I can't talk today. It's early in the morning. Uh, someone from marketing or product development will tell R&D, which is me, hey, we want a lipstick that meets this and this criteria. It's like plumping, or we want a gloss with this type of shine, or we want a lip balm that's only natural, etc., etc. They basically tell us what they are looking for in a lip product, the lip product that they want to sell, and it's R&D's job to basically make it a reality. 
if you're an amazing formulator, which I'm not, but I have worked with seriously the best of the best in the business, you know exactly what materials will be needed and in what ratios. You're like, okay, I need that oil. You have to use that wax because if you use that wax, it'll be too hard. Or, okay, you, you need this oil because it'll give it more slip. Like, you, if you, you get the experience and you know exactly what you need. And that's some X-Man shit, if you, if you ask me. I'm not that great yet. So I try my best going off of what other products there are have been in the past. And I just, you know, go from there. Another question I get as a lipstick chemist is what exactly is in a lipstick? Well, I'll tell you. It depends on the texture and the softness you want, but a general lipstick consists of waxes and oils and silicones and colorants. And when you get down to the nitty gritty, that's when you add the fragrance and the pearls, which is basically like what gives a lipstick the shimmer or glitter. That's what pearls are. Or what we call goodie ingredients, which are just like essential oils or butters, maybe a plumping agent or anything added in a small amount that adds that extra oomph to the lipstick or the lip gloss or whatever. The le less wax you add, the softer the stick. The more you add, the harder the stick. You get it. More powders are generally used in matte lipsticks. No wax is used in lip gloss. You know, basically self-explanatory. Me, the chemist, will make a base formula with a random, not specific shade, and the general feel and texture of the lipstick or lip gloss or whatever will be evaluated by marketing and higher-ups. Then if they like what you made them, great. If not, back to square one and you need to reformulate to get exactly what they want. It can take legit 20 tries to get it right, but if they like it, hallelujah! Formula is approved and the project can move forward, and it's like happy days for everyone. Side note, I used to work with people, and I still do work with a couple great people who, when something good happened for one person, or one person got something approved, it was a celebration for everyone, and everyone was happy for you, and everyone wanted you to succeed, and you wanted everyone around you to succeed. We're a team, and a win for one of us is a win for all of us. That's the type of people you need to surround yourself with in life. No time for haters, only time for those who bring you up, and when you succeed, they're in your court. No time for people who don't celebrate the many successes in your life. A success is a success. Anyway, I'm off topic, but once a formula is approved, comes shade matching, which is my favorite part. Shade matching is so much fun. PD gives us a shade range with benchmarks. Could be 30 shades, could be 8 shades in the range, but we have to shade match all the shades to the exact benchmark they give us. Sometimes it's a competitor lipstick, sometimes it's a Pantone chip. One time it was literally a piece of yarn, but they basically give us a color and say, match this color. Now, the base of a lip product is bland. They can be opaque and white or clear. Typically, matte lipsticks and matte prod products are more opaque and lip glosses and lip oils are more clear. To add color to the base, we use specific colorants. I could get super technical and tell you the type of colorants we use, but I'm not gonna do that because that'll just bore you to death. I'm just gonna say we have five reds, two yellows, a blue, a black, and a white. There's red six, which is like an orangey red, Red 7, which is like a blue red, Red Iron Ox, which is a rusty red, uh, Red 28, which is like a neon vibrant, vibrant red, and Red 33, which is like a purple red. Since reds and pinks and mauves are the most popular lipstick shades, it makes sense that red is the most prominent color. So basically, we need to mix all of these colorants together to make the exact shade we need. I've trained my eye to see color very distinctly. Me and my coworkers can tell the difference in color crazy well. I see color as red, yellow, and blue. Primary colors make sense, but when it's your job to see the difference in colors and color match perfectly, you notice when a red is slightly more blue or a pink shade is slightly more yellow. I'm not going to lie, it's pretty cool. I feel like a superhero. <laughs> Once a shade is perfectly matched and product development has approved it, 
we make sure everything is mixed well and uniform, and we hot pour the bulk into a mold. I should probably step back and um, say that the shade matching process is a hot process. All this, all this that I've been talking about to this point is hot process, which means we put um, all of our base materials, all the colorants and stuff, into a beaker and put it on a hot water bath. Basically, we melt the base and all the oils and the waxes together and make sure it's uniform. And this water is like boiling water, like 100 degree water to make sure everything is melted and uniform together in the beaker. And then we add color from there and then we pour it into the molds. Yes, I burn myself a lot, but once we pour into the molds, we put the mold onto an ice plate and it cools and hardens and voila, we have finished lipstick. And if it's a lip gloss, obviously we don't mold anything we syringe the liquid into their respective components but it's still a hot process and yes i still do burn myself and yeah once a formula is approved and shades get approved the formula goes through a shit ton of testing and then boom after like a year it's on the shelves but yeah one of my projects right now is in the shade matching stage so i have to go in the lab almost every day in order to work on all the shades i don't have a hot water bath in my backyard i don't have all my colorants all of my chemicals all of my raw materials at home so i have to go in specifically to shade match these shades so I hope you enjoyed and you learned something. Hopefully this wasn't too boring and hopefully you didn't mind the, the my family's footsteps and my dad mowing the lawn. Um, look at your surroundings right now. Find two objects that are red and compare them. I bet by looking at them long enough you can tell which one is more yellow, which one has a little bit more red-orange in it, and which one is more blue, which would look like a little deeper red or a little more purple than the other. So maybe it's darker, has more black. I, I love color. Call me a nerd, but this job has given me, given me an outlet to be more artistic and creative, and I get paid to do it. So trust me, it's very hard at some at points. Like, it's not, it's not perfect whatsoever. I do get frustrated a lot, but I do enjoy my profession, and that's the important part, right? One day I hope to be a millionaire with a lipstick empire, or no, a billionaire. Call me Kylie Jenner. So <laughs> love you guys. Bye!